0: Good morning. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Two great theologians have commented on the subject of temptation as found in our gospel reading today. You cannot keep birds from flying over your head, but you can keep them from building a nest in your hair. 16th century Martin Luther, and I generally avoid temptation unless I just can't resist it, (laughs) 20th century May West. With that, welcome to the first Sunday in Lent. Jesus has just been baptized, and he is full of the Holy Spirit. He has even been physically touched by the Spirit. I don't know how you get any churchier than that and then that same spirit leads him into the wilderness for 40 days a number in biblical numerology which represents transformation noah and 40 days of rain moses and waiting israel and wandering elijah and listening jesus and testing. Forty days or forty years doesn't necessarily bring a rainbow. That wandering into the wilderness eventually brought Jesus to a cross. But it does bring promise, a new creation, a promised land, eternal life. Forty minutes at my sister's house was a time of transformation each Sunday morning while her kids were growing up. The battles and bribes to get kids out of bed, the nicely prepared breakfast which turned cold and then was eaten in 60 seconds out of panic to get to the car, and of course, the classic argument over which outfit is barely acceptable for church. My brother-in-law likes to say that by the time everyone got in the car, no one was speaking to each other, and by the time they arrived at church, everyone was in dire need of the promise of forgiveness. (laughs) And I'm sure no one here can relate to any part of that story. I can't quite get over the statement that the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. The Spirit led him into temptation— After all, in just a few moments, we're all going to beseech God when we say the Lord's Prayer and lead us not into temptation. Out in the wilderness, it's temptation that challenged Jesus. If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Now, today in Huntington Beach, we'd probably say, command this water to become a tall half-calf caramel macchiato. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with bread or coffee. The point is that Jesus, fasting for 40 long days, was tempted to satisfy his human needs with something less than God, while he was quietly learning who he was without having to prove who he was. Jesus was learning to be the person that God made him to be, not who others said he could or should be. The Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to learn, to reflect, and to grow. Temptation then took Jesus up to a plateau and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. We have our own kingdoms, politics, organizations, businesses, Facebook, our city, state, country, even our church. They deserve our time and support, and they may even give us great advantage or power, but we are first to be a servant to God's kingdom, and our worship is reserved for the Lord our God. Jesus finds that he does not need authority and ruling power over all those empires. He has no need or envy over anyone or anything. He is to be the servant that God made him to be. Next, the devil takes Jesus to a pinnacle, to the top of a heavenly skyscraper, and says, If you are the son of your God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not be injured. Jesus replies, It is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Interesting. It's like two debating rabbis. They're both quoting scripture, and the devil is tempting Jesus to see if God really loves him. Will he save him or let him fall? Do you ever doubt the love of your own friend, spouse, or church so much that you feel you have to test it? Ultimately, I think that is doubting yourself and living in fear of the person that God hopes for you to become. Temptation and doubt are truthfully anything that urges you to be false to yourself. To say, no God, I don't have the faith and trust to allow you to work in my life. God wants you to be true to who you are. That is why the Spirit does lead us into temptation. To be tested, tried, and refined through fire so that we can walk as a child of God's light who shines brightly on the person that God made us to be. That sounds a lot to me like this thing we call life. St. Paul said, Do not be conformed to this world. Or if it works better for you, Rita Mae Brown said, The reward for conformity is that everyone likes you, except yourself. It will take prayer, faith, reflection, and refinement in the fire during these days of wilderness at St. Wilford's Church to learn who we are, and in the process, learn more about our God of grace, mercy, and truth. God has given us great resources in this time of need so really we have nothing to fear. What will you do during your 40 days of Lent? You may decide to give something up, self-doubt, a bad habit, a grudge, impatience with stupid drivers. Don't mind me, I'm just preaching to myself. (laughs) Or try this take something on during Lent. Do something kind for another person. Forgive someone who doesn't deserve it. Or come to the Lenten Thursday night book study and learn a lot about the incredible act of forgiveness. It could change your life and help you to grow into the person that God actually made you to be. And that book study is where you'll find me before Thursday night choir rehearsal. I invite you to come. Amen.
1: We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The peace of Christ be always with you.